This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey, happy Wednesday. It's the Hump Day edition of Lori and Julia here on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. We're streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Catch us on the My Talk app. Rocco is the first layer of departure. So he's out. I'm Holly. I'm in. Lori and Julia are here, soon to be out in the desert. And then, goodness knows, I don't know. Yeah, but we're here. We're here. We're here. We're happy. It's Wednesday. It's humid. Uh, the, The weather doesn't know what it wants to be, but it's warm out. It so is. I don't even mind the clouds. No. Our hair is kinky and our skin is moist. They, totally. Kind of humid. We're glowing. We're no, glowing. No, this morning I was on a walk and it was totally sprinkling. And I'm seeing Holly in lipstick today for the first time in a long time. You always look so good in a pink or a red with your dark hair and snow white complexion. Well, thank you. Yeah. It's been a hot second it since has. lips have been uh, suitable for public space. I'm getting jealous. And I'm I know. I just put right some now. on too. Damn it. Well, good. We'll all have lips. Probably well, lipstick sales are going to go back up after fall. Don't you think? Yeah. All right. So we've got a couple of notable. Uh, we have a notable life and we have a notable life of a store. So let's start with the store. Okay. okay. The very first store in all of the land that uh, uh, my friend Carrie Brown, who's the manager at and buyer at Electric Fetus, downtown Duluth on Superior Street. Bought like, I think she bought like fifty nipples. Yeah, our very first store to carry the nipples the in perks. the world. In the world, and I was so grateful to her because <laughs> we did sell to London at one point, Holly. Oh. Yes, oh, we had all kinds I of stores, but Carrie, like, and then Kim at the Electric Feast down here. Yeah, that was the second yep. store, and then maybe Patricia Fields in New York. It was, was the, the third. Store. Yeah, so but the Electric Fetus, which is just, uh, it's closing. The Duluth location location. is closing. And it is um, right on the corner of 27th Avenue West and Superior, right as you go over the bridge to Canal Street. Right. It had moved there quite a while ago, but just like the electric fetuses here, that's where you would get concert tickets and cool records and cool gifts. Gifts. And Carrie always had, Carrie and Kim would go on the shopping. Uh, trips together and always bought the greatest stuff. But here's the deal. Downtown Duluth started construction on tearing out 110-year-old water mains on uh, in wow. Su- on Superior Street. And I have a friend who also owns a business. It's impossible to get downtown. I mean, I don't know how. I'm interested to see what it's going to look like for the marathon. So right. between covid the construction, right? Then they were doing construction on the Lake Avenue Bridge. It's just been a fakakta mess. Nobody can get there. The they just can't. They can't. And they've do it. been closed now for all of COVID. 
Yes. The electric feet is Duluth. And also because of the construction right. and, on uh, Superior Street. So it's just a very... I know all of my Duluth friends are super bummed about yeah. it. And it was just a fun place. I would always... I just... I love that store. I do too. And, it, and we still have it here. Yep. And I'm... Anyway, but I just, I can't imagine downtown Duluth without the electric fetus. Oh, yeah. And it's in, you know, a cool building and, you know, it's got a view of Lake Superior on the other side of the store and, you know, anyway. Ooh, yeah. so, I know. We've and, had to have RIP for a lot of stores things, and yes. restaurants and all of that this year. And they're very sad about it. The owners, you know, they, I would they're, be too. Not, they're not happy about it, but... Um, this water main break and the Superior Street Road construction has just turned you downtown. You know what it's like. like downtown worried. is two streets, Michigan and Superior, basically, right? Basically, but I mean, you know, you always, the, the beauty of shopping in a downtown thing is you pull up and park on the street. Mm-hmm. You know, not park. Seven blocks away. Oh, yeah, and then you get to stroll and going to the other store. Yeah, and a place like the Electric Fetus, they're fun to browse because the opportunity for discovery of something that you didn't know you needed in your life. Yeah, right. Is very high in a place like that. That's what we said to Carrie and Kim when we were trying to talk them into carrying (laughs) our body perk nipple enhancers. You never know. Incense, music, concert tickets, cross body bags, candles. Gifts, perky you know, nipples. Perky nipples. They fit right in in that fit. black velvet bag. Anyway, so uh, that, that that really makes me sad. And then the other thing, this was uh, John Reinen wrote a notable obituary at the Star Tribune. So uh, if you were a fan and went to Nye's Polynesian room, yes. uh, uh, Phil, Philip Barker, who's a legendary bartender at a legendary bar, and I always saw him working on the side of the bar where the accordion player, you know, the bands play sure. the music on okay. that side of the bar, not the other not side the where the piano bar. bar. Okay. So that's where that's. Uh, so if you walk through there, Barker was behind the bar. His daughter told uh, the Star Tribune he was at Nice for 47 years, two months, three days and a few hours. He started there in 1969 after finishing a stint in the Navy, and it was the only job he ever had. When Nice closed in 2016, it was the last call for Phil Barker's uh, working life, and he passed away of pancreatic cancer at age 74. He worked there six days a week for 10 to 12 hours, but his daughter said it wasn't a real job for him. It was having fun. He loved waiting on people and having them come back and getting to know them. One of the people he met was a lady named Rita and they just celebrated their 50th wedding oh. anniversary. And um, he also, people, you know, took care. He loved all of his regulars. And one time this regular couple failed to show up. Barker asked around, found out they'd gone to another, another bar, called that bar, got him on the phone, said, what are you doing there? They came back tonight. <laughs> okay, that's just, that's really following through. Yeah, so he just sounded like a cool cat, and of course he was a great bartender. And uh, anyone who went to bar to nice either side, the other guy who worked on um, the other side with the friend Flintstone lights, the piano bar side, mm-hmm. he was there. And I mean, anyway, but I've I've had a pain in my heart since Nice closed because Casey and I went there all the time. 
You guys did. All the time. It was an institution. It was a special occasion place for me. Not me. It was a regular, like, okay, somebody's in town and we don't have anything to do. Let's go to Nye's. I loved singing with Lou. Remember the time you and I and Christopher Hopkins sang um, the Olivia Newton-John, Let Me Be There in the Morning. And he kind of has this (laughs) deep baritone. (laughs) And he could do the, you know, he did the gospel sort of. Oh, my gosh. What a memory. Wait, I was in heaven singing with somebody who could sing. sing. I love Nice Pal. I have not been back to the new one because I'm. I'm afraid it'll be a crushing disappointment. You know, oh, people have gone and liked it, though. I, I think heard people from two people it. who don't like it. All right, people fine. we work with. You know, and I'm not going to take your opinion because you weren't a regular there. I was. You know, <laughs> what I did wasn't. they do with the gold banquet seating? Anyway, Phil Philip Parker, thank you. 50, Forty-seven years. No, let's get the exact quote. Yeah, get the days and 47 the 47 years, two months, three days, and a few hours. That's how I'm going to do it when I leave here. When Julie and I maybe hopefully leave together and we ride off in the sunset. We'll just say years, months, and then three we'll do hours. We'll shows. Yeah. Three hours. Plus three hours. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, listen, we come back. It's our story we can't get enough of. Is she Ariana Grande or Ariana Gomez Grande or Ariana Grande on concert uh, tours? And then she's Ariana Gomez at the dry cleaner and the doctors. I did it that way once. You did. Lori had had a married name that I used at the dry cleaner and the doctor. And then I traveled and did my business under my maiden name. name. Because that was the name everybody knew. What is she going to do? I don't know. I'm just saying, you know, she probably, that's what she's going to do. That's what she, yeah. you know, that's what you do. Because you do to, have to decide you when to, you sign your well, marriage Well, kind of do appease. I feel like, why does he care if she's Ariana Grande and everything? Oh, yeah, he doesn't. But she right. might say, like, she might be old school and say, oh, for when I am the Mrs. Gomez. And exactly. We, I want to have the same name as my child at well, school. That was my thing. Yeah. It can be a thing. Yeah, I so I get that. Thing. Yeah. Okay, so I was delighted beyond belief to see uh, Jennifer Hudson. What was she on? She was on GMA this morning. Oh, I didn't watch it long enough. Okay, yeah. She she wasn't on until the 8.30 hour. They were holding out. Um, Holly <laughs> uh, teasing With it the nose. whole way. And uh, <laughs> right. Holly posted, there's a new trailer. Because, you know, the only trailer we saw for Respect, which is the Jennifer Hudson movie coming out in august about Aretha franklin aretha was just her in light singing rspct we did, haven't seen anything so she was there to unveil the, the trailer. trailer uh holly posted it okay and having watched genius yes. on that geo i really feel like i am really ready to sink my teeth into this movie about aretha franklin because there were so many things about aretha i didn't know no i agree with you 100%. you know and so take a look at that trailer. It really, really does look good. And um, and as great as C- Cynthia Revo was in, uh, in, Genius. in Genius, I think, you know, Jennifer Hudson is going to get an Oscar nod because Oscars loves a biopic and, and all of that. And MGM, as it is right now, they don't have any money to promote this movie because they were counting on the no time to die for money. And who knows, by the time this movie comes out, could be Amazon MGM. That's How, right. They're looking to sell. I know they yes. are. And Amazon's looking to buy, to buy yet something else. 
Everyone in the world. Yeah, I, uh, mm. I know. So uh, anyway, so here's Aretha Franklin um, talking about how I'm not Aretha. Jennifer Hudson talking about how Aretha personally approached her about playing her in the movie. So Aretha personally chose you for this role. I mean, what an honor that is. So how did that all happen? Whew. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, the crazy thing is that was over 15 years ago. Wow. It was right after I won my Oscar for Dreamgirls. We had our first conversation. So you could only imagine how I feel now. Like, whoa, it's here. It's done. You know, like to see it actually manifest. And for her to choose me is... I, I can't even begin to put it into words. I do not take it lightly. And I just think it's like... It's a it's a dream come true. I don't want to sound cheesy, but it is. <laughs> Can you imagine? Well, she was so good in Dreamgirls as Effie. Effie. Oh, oh my gosh! She won the Oscar. Yes. I know. I love that movie. And then yeah. poor, you know, Eddie Murphy walked out when he didn't win the Oscar. He got robbed. I know he did. He was really good, but in he movie. walked out like yeah, a party I boy. I know. I That's know. It's a hard one for well, everybody. But you know what? Maybe it's hard to also work that hard in Hollywood and then just be so disrespected yeah, too. I guess. You know? So I, I kind of like that dramatic flair of that moment. I'm putting my foot down. Yeah. Do we have another cut? Um. Yeah. Uh, we'll just move on. Robin Roberts is going to ask. Okay. Her question. After she made that decision, you all had a lot, and I mean a lot of conversations. What were they like? You know, we spoke weekly, you know, and then I got to tribute her I don't know how many times throughout my career. Um, and I feel as though, like, in the midst of those conversations, she taught me more about life while in the midst of teaching me about her life. And when I got to portray her, that's when I realized, like, no, really, she was really speaking from experience and it wasn't just someone just telling you anything but to know like those were words of wisdom coming from the queen of soul you know <laughs> herself and it kind of helped me embody the story that much more so she handpicks you have all these heartfelt conversations but it's still got to be daunting to play Aretha Franklin how did you psych yourself <laughs> up for the filming well, I told myself, well, if she say I could do it, I, 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 I guess I can. I better try, you know. Um, and I remember when we first met, the very first meeting, and we sat at the table, and she said, you shy something? I was like, well, I am sitting at the table talking to Miss <laughs> Aretha Franklin. Yeah. And so it's like, I mean, she's an icon. She's a legend, an international treasure that I have the utmost respect for. So with that in mind, those nerves is passion. And so I can't help but to be like, oh my God, you can't just wake up in the morning and think you're going to be Aretha Franklin. It does not. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasts podcasting platforms and you can also find it on uappodcast.com i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Work like that and I'm highly aware of it. So... I've been, I still do my homework, even after filming. Like, okay, I got to go back to Aretha School. I feel like she put me back in music, which I still am in to this day. I just love Jennifer Hudson, too. Sure, her enthusiasm, and she's always just so great of an interview. She's just like, there's something... So honest. In, honest and, and pure and about pure. her. I would I would agree with you one hundred percent. And she doesn't seem affected by at the, all any of it. And, and Robin I, asked her. She said, "Are there? Is, did do you have a favorite song?" Right. And she gave an interesting answer. And she named like three songs that Aretha wrote, but none of the songs that Aretha wrote are in this movie soundtrack. Okay. So maybe that was a way of her just getting people out there to like download some of those songs. Sure. And I can't remember the three songs that she named. And then um, Roger Friedman, it's August uh, 18th, okay. I think. Um, Roger Friedman um, went to like a press junket that they had on Zoom yesterday for this. And um, no one asked why the soundtrack didn't include the songs Aretha wrote. And he's going to nitpick on that later, but he said she was just amazing. And also, she wrote a song that plays over the end credit of the movie. So he said she could be a best Oscar song nominee. Jennifer Hudson. Jennifer Hudson. Wow. Because she she wrote the song, and um, he said she's had such a life. She really has. She really has. Mm -hmm. When her mom, her brother, her mom, mom, her her sister, sister, and her nephew, her sisters shot. Shot. No, they were. I think they were were shot or stabbed, but they were all killed killed. by her sister's uh, estranged boyfriend or husband. Right. Mm. Terrible. I mean, just oh. like the all of that. Anyway, I just really am excited about oh, that. Oh, that'll be fantastic. Yeah, I mean, I and like so. you said, when we genius, you can probably everyone can watch that. Probably on reruns. It was on Nat Geo, and that was excellent. It was so interesting because we knew nothing about her life. She was able to keep herself quiet out of the tabloids on so yeah. many things besides her weight i feel right. like that's all we ever knew about aretha franklin right. outside of her great music yeah was she's thin she's fat you know right. what i mean mm-hmm. that's what i feel like they focused on but boy there's a lot of history there oh excuse me august 13th so oh, the okay. second weekend in august that movie comes out and again the trailer's posted and you know we learned just a little bit about this but we might get a little bit more about the, you know, her sister sang with her and her one sister, you know, right. wrote music and actually had the big hit with, I can't remember the I song remember now, um, that somebody, that I think Dionne Warwick covered and then... Can't remember. I can't either. But, but her sister was this kind of amazing. So yes. it looks like the sister, the sibling relationship, and it's going to be a period of time of Aretha. It's not, you know. Her whole life. Not her whole life like uh, Nat Geo's genius was. All right, listen, when we come back, oh, the Boston Red Sox is getting on. They're getting on board with this party, and we're here for it. You know, they might be just a couple weeks behind, but maybe they also have some inside information. Okay. They did. uh, Let me um, do show and tell for the audience following on YouTube, Julia, because I'm getting so good at this. Let's see. Let me see. 
Oh, you really are. Was she at the game? No, this is a this is a picture of J Lo in 2019, and she's posing with Wally, the mascot, and they've cropped out Alex Rodriguez. I love that. Who he, she was at the game <laughs> with, and it says, "Miss you." And then at JLo, hashtag Red Sox, hashtag never forget you, hashtag JLo, hashtag Fenway. Okay, that's hysterical. Now so, that's a good troll. That, that is a good, that is good one. Really, really good. Now they're a little you know, they're a little late on it, but so what? Better than ever. And like maybe they got a phone call, you know, from because or maybe somebody got around to reading Alex Rodriguez last week when he was asked about uh, J Lo being back with uh, um, ben. ben, he said, "Go Yankees!" Mm-hmm. And then he did the. He said he was pretty surprised too. But in a later uh, one, go that yeah. was that was attributed to sources. Yeah, go Yankees came out of his mouth, as did the uh, three empty dinner plates last Friday. He did an Instagram. What was that? I don't even know about this. Oh yeah, this was so great. He, I, It almost made me like him because it was just such epic trolling on his okay, part. Okay, tell me what he did. He and his daughters, uh-huh. and then three plates set with no one sitting at that, and it said hashtag din, or din din with daddy um, something like that, but there were the three plates. For Jennifer and her and two her kids? Two, yeah. That's gross. That was so painful. That's I, so gross. But I, I Why would you like it. that? That's Just, so dumb. Because the kids will follow that and see that. That's so dumb. Julia, let me break it down to you. Oh, my gosh. Okay, He's such a, couple, a baby. He's a baby. <laughs> right, He's a baby. If those, baby. Like, those, like if Alex Rodriguez and J-Lo really thought that their kids... I mean, those kids, if they're going to be, be friends, they're going to find their own way. But just like many a 13, 14... 12-year-old, 15-year-old, you don't keep the same friends, and you certainly aren't going to be making a point. I just loved that he did such a good... That was the most he's ever let us, you know, like, see, like, kind of what a, you know, try-baby curly was. Trolly was. I liked it. Oh, gosh. I I think he's such a baby. Yeah, I didn't like the din-din part. I never liked when people refer to dinner as (laughs) din-din. I don't know why well, that bugs. Everyone you knew grew up on a farm. Dinner was supper. Yep. Yes. Lunch is dinner. Yep. So everyone you know, it's supper time. Those are farmers. Um, din My din. dad calls supper supper time. I think Duluth people might be a rain, might be regional, Maybe, might not might be regional. Be okay. A lot of but up north people call it supper. Was that? Mm-hmm. Ours but is not din din. Din din. din, not din, din, din. No. no. That's what I say to my cats. Yes, it's kind of an animal thing. You want your din din? Yeah. Anyway, so there's. He <laughs> did lunch, that lunch. last week. So I like that, you know, that uh, the. Oh, you are so silly. I know, but. You are so silly. Here's the thing I'm going to say about J-Lo, um, because this is the best celebrity gossip story of 2021. Oh, 100%. Benefit 2021. Reunion. Coming yeah. back like the cicadas 17 years later. Hopefully a summer of mad, furious mating. And then is it going to end spectacularly? Probably. But um, they the thing is, is that when she sang Sweet Caroline at the Vax Live event. Did you it, see that? Oh, did yeah. you see her singing it? Oh, yeah. She looked beautiful. Did they, but they, did they pan to Ben Affleck no, at all or anything? No. No one no was in on it. But it was confirmed later. Yes. Because you know, they came. Ben Affleck was there. They rode together oh, they, in her Escalade. They did go yes. to it together. Oh, oh yeah. They went back and forth. Um, 
Anyway, and uh, he, Ben Affleck's people made sure to let via their sources to Us Magazine that that was a thing, a dig at A Rod. After you know, the, there's some big, I would call this D swinging happening okay. with Ben and A Rod, and J Lo is at the top of the PR game. I mean, you got all these other reality people trying to climb up and get attention, yeah. but nothing is giving us more fun at more levels than the these two being back together because. My theory is, Julia, everyone can relate to a love that got away and what would happen if If you got back together and the timing timing was was better. You were both single and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Because they never made sense 17 years ago. No. Not Not at all. Not at all. Like they did that. Remember the interview they did from Canada? Of course. The nighttime special. It was so painful that they weren't meant to be together. It was in Toronto houseboat. Oh, it was terrible. And Mm -hmm. he cheated on her with strippers. Yes, he did. And he had a little. Yep. He did. And they were still together. And then they famously, you know, he dumped her like three or four days before the wedding. Mm -hmm. And he's been the only person in interviews that she said. He was the first guy that broke her heart. In other words, you know, she'd done all the breaking of the hearts. But one does not get through li- out life. You can't just be a one-way heartbreaker, Julia. Unless you're who? I don't know. I don't even who know. Was but a- I don't know. But Really? They, Maybe Jack Nicholson? Was he always the one breaking hearts? Mm-hmm. But he probably had a heartbreak. Everyone, yeah. everyone, everyone gets a heartbroken once. So mm-hmm. she's the one who's glowing and who's always been glowing and who bounces back and out and into better relationships all the time. J-Lo, she just does it, does it, does it. He, uh, I mean, I don't think uh, Ben's people tried a couple different times in stories I read, like, she was fangirling him. I think he has pursued her. I would agree with you 100%. And I think that maybe someone in his circle told him, hey, this A-Rod, the things might be coming down to an end. He's, he's been caught cheating. And uh, Okay, so this is what she posted a couple of days ago on her Instagram mm-hmm. about, and this could have happened when I was not here, but all of my albums are very special to me, Jennifer Lopez. Oh, is this the one, her 19th mm-hmm. anniversary? Yeah, but Ooh, this is me. Then is my favorite album I've done so, so far. I know a lot of you have heard me say that before. So in honor of my of the hashtag J Lovers, helping it reenter the album charts again after 19 years. Here is a little uh, TBT of This Is Me Then. And okay. she wrote all the songs on that for Ben Affleck. She was That's madly right. in love with him when she wrote that album. That, so madly she, in love. She yep. knows that we are in yes. our up in our nostalgia feelings yes. for Benefer 2.0. She knows, and even though it's her private life, life she is giving us nostalgia. Because what is 19? No one ever commemorates no. 19, but that was the Benefer mm-hmm. era. Is- the video from Jenny from the Block yep. featured Ben. The song, I'm Glad, was written about him. The lyrics, I'm glad when I'm making love to you. I'm glad for the way you make me feel. I mean, wow. Yeah, and apparently she didn't want to perform that song ever live. Because, and the fact that she, because it's about Ben Affleck, but now she's reintroduced it into her live repertoire and everyone's like, oh, okay. Ooh, we'll yeah. take it. We'll take it. But I, according to Us Weekly, they... Don't tell me she's not having as much fun as we are with this. No, I think she is. She well, is. He's, she's in Miami. He's in uh, California. It's a troll glow. 
A troll. Troll glow. Oh. It's really good. And I know that uh, A-Rod, he is hilariously but stupidly trying to make us care about how he's getting through all of this. And the fact is, nobody cares. I told you that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I did love his Go Yankees, and I did love his empty dinner plate thing. Because if anything would make J-Lo just absolutely slam the door in his face... It would be it, that desperate that, yes. table thing. Yes. It's so desperate. Yeah, so but she's dumb. closed the door on him. You could tell when he flew to the for yeah. the stage thing in the Dominican Republic. Because that's good for the movie. Oh, you know, 100%. for Shotgun Wedding, which we're not even going to see in a year. Uh, and uh, Josh Dumel's been everywhere because he's in that, you know, horrible pre superhero thing. Did you watch that, Holly, at all? No, I heard horrible reviews. Jupiter's Landing. I tried. Something. I tried. Oh, you and did. I, was, I was willing to go all in because it has some other people that right. I, I'm supporting as actors who needed jobs. He's so cute. <laughs> he, like his wife in it is an actress that needed a job. Right. And he, he, I mean, he has been on, he and Timothy Oliphant were, oh. Oliphant was on Conan on Tuesday night and Josh oh, Dumel was on like with, uh, Kimmel, I think it was Kimmel, or maybe it was Seth Meyers, I can't remember, but they both, that same night, both talk show hosts showed, and these two very different shows, because Conan and Timothy Oliphant are buddies, and they kind of have a shtick, like a Charles Grodin, um, Johnny Carson, Johnny Carson thing, but they both told the story about how people always mix up Josh Dumal and um, Timothy Oliphant. And they both told the story about how Timothy Timothy Oliphant took a picture. He was at a premiere of his his daughters, his brother, right? his wife, and Josh Dumal, and took a picture and then gave it to his mom and said, "Here's our." And they edited the mom. Here's our Christmas photo, and she didn't even know it wasn't Timothy Oliphant. Okay, that's funny. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. And both of them told it's the like same. It's like the Amy Adams, um, Bryce Dallas uh, Howard. Or, uh, or is, the is other one. Isla Fisher. That's those, who those, those women two. all look alike. Yeah. But Isla and Amy say they always get um, mixed up for mixed each other. Up. Yeah. So anyway, I love the J-Lo troll goal. I'm glad she's taking my advice. Staying in Miami. Having Ben so pursue her, chase her, realize that this is not the same position as 17 years ago. No, not at all. Okay. She's in a position of power. Yeah. He, she's a star. Her star is potentially bigger. Because, than, well, they're because, having flirty phone calls, according to yes, us. Yes, and his ego is not bigger than hers anymore, no. I don't think. I mean, I think Geely tanking was a bigger deal to him, and he was jealous of her superstardom. Back then. Okay. And because uh, they would always ask Jennifer, they'd be together on a red carpet and then they'd want Jennifer to move away. And Ben would at, be asked to step aside. And if you remember, Julia, oh, okay. never once. And we saw Jennifer Garner and Ben Affleck at least three times at the SAG Awards. They never walked the carpet together. They always walked separately. And I think he learned Who that. Did? Ben Affleck and Jennifer yes. Garner. Yeah, they did. He learned that because he did not like being told, step aside, we just want to get... Okay, and quite honestly, as a person who, you know, as we pretended to work the red carpet for all those years, 
We didn't want the sibling and the, the wife or we the partner. We wouldn't have asked Ben Affleck no. to step aside. No, no, but I'm just saying, <laughs> if, if there's and... someone in there with their wife or husband, can we just take a picture right. of the star and not you? I right. mean, you can imagine but how that he, would feel. He was, um, he, he cheated on her, and he had the chance to be a big star, and he, what... He was with her and it didn't fit his image and he had all these people in his ear. He was much younger than his ambition was more and his perspective was more narrow. And now he's been humbled and humiliated. Yeah, he went he, he, he went, went to the career st- week. Yeah, and he then, did. And then he came back with Argo. But there was a time period between the breakup of yeah. Jennifer Lopez and Argo. Oh, I'm looking like- at the three dumb plates. That is the dumbest <laughs> That is the dumbest post I've ever seen. Okay, look at oh, I'm showing a picture of Ben Affleck's. Those are the milk teeth. Those were oh, the little babies. That was, that's what Before we call baby teeth. Veneers. That but was the Geely premiere. The Geely. Here's what's so look silly. Look at how beautiful they are. But now they're like in a better place for each other. These two could go long term. I am so excited. <laughs> <laughs> Lori, I really you're am. hysterical. All right, listen, we'll be right back. All right, so Julia, did you take a peek at the Nine Perfect Strangers uh, trailer, which is uh, the Leanne Moriarty book that uh, Nicole Kidman optioned after she'd been in Big Little Lies, and she turned it into, uh, you know, that was a wildly successful HBO series, and she that was David E. Kelly. Yeah, he uh, partnered with her on this. It's going to be on Hulu August eighteenth. And it's Nicole Kidman, Melissa McCarthy, Regina Hall, Luke Evans. He, is that the Luke Evans, yeah. the younger brother? Of, of, of Chris who? Evans? Yeah. Of Chris? No. No, no relation. No, no relation. No relation. Okay, okay, I'm thinking of Hemsworth. Anyway. Yeah, there's a lot of Hemsworth yes, out there. Yes, there are. <laughs> okay, and Michael Shannon, who's so great in so many things. But anyway, we read that book, and Nicole Kidman is playing the charismatic guru of this kind of a holly it's like a meditation spiritual retreat but it's in a very remote part of australia and that is where it took place in the book and very hard to get very hard to get to and um creepy like you have to turn in your phone and there's no there's cameras everywhere oh no (laughs) and there might be things that are put in people's food but this woman is very charismatic about like you know i'm gonna help you so it's melissa mccarthy it will be doing a serious role uh because this is in no way shape a comedy this is very much a thriller suspense it is and and it came to i mean i remember remember is michael shannon does she have kind of a a guy a hot guy that she sort of is in he's like her right hand person am i remembering that right from the book so there could be some possible there's some dalliances going on i remember Mm -hmm. but i the book comes together at the end, and you really don't oh. know what's going on. Because oh. you spend time in each of the different, the nine perfect strangers. So you spend time with each of them, and why they're there, and what's happening in their life. And, and it's, I I would say that's a hallmark of Leanne Moriarty books. Yeah, My, that the, you spend. The Husband's Keeper, and right. you know, all of her books And have told a from the different perspective of the different characters, you wonder what's going on. I mean... And David Kelly's and already really with that Leanne. book. I remember oh. not falling in love with until the last three quarters because I'm like, what is going on here? Well, it didn't come together till closer to the end for me. But it was like, what is going on? What right. is this lady doing? And because we couldn't, you couldn't figure it out. And it's kind of for people who are rich 
need to fulfill a different they, they've got meta space or something, something. In, but almost in a way how easily taken in they are at something at just because it's expensive. at lulu lulu right oh sure right. So it's the, like a yeah. colonic place that you pay like a million dollars a day to have someone stick something up your body petuski to poop you know yeah but because it's in beverly hills That's really you'll, right. you'll pay for it but you know what i yeah, mean yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's it's got a great logo. Anyway, but, take a look at the trailer. But I you think know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, you're marketing. It's Perfect. all marketing. But Absolutely. I think um, unless you're unless you're like in Venice Beach or something, and the colonics was right on top of the vegetarian restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> that oh. always was like two for one. I was always just like, what the colonic place is on top of the vegetarian restaurant. Remember you know, that two, whole phase two separate like, buildings? I thought that is so LA. But specifically the, Venice Beach. Remember oh, the colonics yeah. phase. People still get their colonics, Julia. Do they? Oh, gosh. I had one once. Yeah. Oh, I... And? I wish I want people to be watching YouTube because all Julia <laughs> does, she I, doesn't look at me, Holly. I can't She's stand my hair. She's always primping. What's wrong with your hair? It's sticking up and no. it always, there's these three hairs that are growing out that just stick straight up and then I try to fix it. It looks cute. But it's yes. backwards. Don't, then, don't. Poor Holly, I've only logged <laughs> off three times already. Oh, you have? Oh, it looks nothing like Ed Grimley, Julia. It yeah. looks no. very cute. So. Hey, what was the end result of your parted down the middle of... Oh. Uh, Instagram oh. thing because I I couldn't Lord I didn't outright it. lie to you but I you hated I it. kind of agreed with the lady who, who said, said are you trying to show us your big nose basically I was mm. like it was drawing attention to the very thing that yeah. I know you side parts my vote but I you choose um you can mix it up here's the deal um as my hair has got let's see she has thing but to quote Lori you can do better <laughs> um I will it's, Kara says, I will never do a center part of mom jeans, which made me laugh. I'm not advocating for it. Um, I was always told the center part emphasizes your nose. If that's the goal, go for it. <laughs> um, let's see. And a lot of the other ones were really kind of funny and yeah. and sweet. Boy, I mean, Holly, it, we have found we that if you more post, comments yeah, if you on post, that than anything else. You post a picture about with your looks and you ask for feedback, you will get it. You will get it. Yeah. The universe hears the your call. The universe wanted to tell but me. But like Holly has a perfect center part, but you have like but a you heart have a perfect round sweet shaped, little nose. And, no, but I think you have like a heart-shaped face. I will tell you it's hard to maintain because I got a hair appointment next weekend and all my whites are just coming out. You, bing, not, bing, bing, you bing, know bing. what you need to have? The DPU. The, oh, I have, you it, have but it, but it's not on my rotational schedule, so to speak, oh, because I, you know, if you were going to do it, then what's the point? But, but I might as well wait an extra couple weeks. Okay, so I agree with you, but here's what I have. Get that I pen. Have, no, I have a crayon. I have a brown crayon. From DPU? They have it too. I just have one that I've had forever and I go in my part and literally just draw the crayon in and go like that. Yeah. Or you can use eyeshadow or, or you any can kind use of a eyeshadow, powder. But, but, but I like the DP Hue stick. That have one you gets, used it? I don't because I don't have dark hair, but I have a couple never, of friends who use it and they swear by it because it's like a dauber. It's almost like a dobby pen. Yes, you could do that. And you can really get your part and then you can rub it in. I do it because I go gray right on, above I mean, my ears really I wish quick. Casey would let me dob Why his don't hair. you ask him one night? Get him drunk. He's met he like Matt does. LeBlanc. Holly posted the Friends little reunion trailer right. and he he's gone his hair is completely like he's italian and it's like this steel gray sure. you know and then david schwimmer colors his hair very nicely not too dark and what's his name Matthew perry he's a smudger yeah so he's got the smudging thing so it's kind of interesting 
the know, different to, techniques well, that people use. Yeah, well, the only like, place really I think that men on a consistent basis color their hair is, is in Hollywood. Hollywood. I would agree. Or if they're yeah. musicians. Yeah. And, but I and musicians, and I wish more. I, I would, you know, but Lori's then, all for it. I'm all for it. I'm all for it because but, it ages her. No, I don't know if it ages <laughs> me. I mean. If Casey has gray hair? Well, I'll make him just wear, go around with the shirt off, and then that'll balance everything <laughs> out. <laughs> we'll be right back.